and you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the courts. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. All right, world. Get it? This, you guys and ladies and women, women in sports especially. I get, I get excited. I have a passion for this thing called sports. I have this 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 wonderful guest, this great guest, someone that I will definitely uh, ask a lot of questions pertaining to this particular subject. But world, help me welcome wife, mom, fantasy football junkie, small business owner, and writer for Roto World Fantasy Pros, and my personal favorite because I am a podcaster. I do play fantasy football. The Fantasy Footballers, which is a very, very successful podcast, rated number one fantasy football podcast in the world. So, world, help me welcome Miss the Miss Lauren. Oh man, this is dope, y'all. Are y'all getting excited like I am? They like Murph. Get to the point, Lauren Carpenter. Welcome to Why Not Sports. Oh, thank you so much for having me. What an introduction. I need that as like my hype video, <laughs> hype audio. I need that in my life more often. I Derek. got thank you. you. Hey, Miss Lauren, all you, so you got to do is let me know. I got you. I That's got awesome. No, no, no issues. Just let me know when I can be your hype person. I have no like, issues. I feel there. very impressive right now. I'm like, wow, I sound impressive. But if I would have said it, it would have sound just really busy. You make <laughs> me sound very impressive. <laughs> well, actually, you are. Um, like I was telling you before, like I've been doing fantasy football for you know almost 15 years, and um, someone I classify you as an expert because you've been doing it for a while. You actually a classified writer, and you have a, a website, and you have a lot of resources that giving away a lot of tips and a lot of gems on how to be successful when it comes to your mock draft waiver wire. Like I, I've. I've been following not only the fantasy uh, footballers podcast, but obviously yourself. Once, uh, once I was able to follow you, which was I believe uh, earlier in this year, even before then, though, I heard you on a, a couple of podcasts. I was like, "Yo, when the time is right, I definitely would like to have her on." So, almost a year later, I've been granted with this opportunity. So again, Aww, I'm definitely, thank definitely you. excited. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. I yes. really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. No problem. So how are you and the family? I know you got uh, something going on a little bit later, so I promise to look at the time and, and, and not uh, keep you past to where they're like, hey, you know, you got things to, to do. So, But how's everything <laughs> going on in your household? We're doing great. We're doing really great. So we've actually been... Um, the not as affected by covid as so many people have been um uh-huh. like you mentioned i i own my own business i'm a small business owner i work from home i have been doing that for good lord almost 10 12 years now or okay. something i lost count so i work from home anyway and i'm a homebody so not being able to go out and and you know go to bars and restaurants and stuff has really not been too much of a difference for me i haven't had to learn how to 
um, you know, work from home when I'm normally working at an office, which is a huge, crazy transition. But if anything, I have found myself being like, it's three o'clock. I can make a cocktail now, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody is. Right. Why not? Right. You know, so, yeah. And I have been like totally shamed because people are working out a lot now, you know, with home videos. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I haven't done that. <laughs> I should start doing that a lot. But yeah, my husband is in construction and um, he keeps very tall buildings um, afloat and, and actually afloat's not the right word. The opposite of afloat, he keeps them standing. <laughs> I live in Florida and we have a lot of rain and we have hurricanes. So um, he helps keep those uh, people that live in big apartment complex buildings and condos, you know, keep them from falling down. So we have been very lucky throughout this whole hot mess of a year. Yes, ma'am. I have other words to describe 2020, but hot mess will do. Okay. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I definitely understand. And as um, far as being a small business owner, how was that for you as far as getting started? Did you always see yourself owning your own business or it was someone that really motivated you to say, you know, what, I'm going to, you know, take this leap of faith and, and, and just, you know, start doing my own thing? Oh, it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying when I first started. Okay. So I have a, a Bachelor of Journalism from the University of Missouri. And uh, my sequence in the J School was actually advertising. So I had always seen myself working for some big advertising agency and, you know, working with big time clients like, you know, Coca-Cola and Pepsi right. and, you know. Well, I ended up getting hired right out of college at a very big advertising firm. And I hated it. It was absolutely miserable. I mm -hmm. have found that I am not a very good, like, corporate girl, gotcha. per se, like, in an office. I'm not, I'm not good at that <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. So I ended up moving away from St. Louis, and I moved to Florida. And the town that I'm in is not tiny, but it's also not very big. Gotcha. And it was, it was right during the recession, so no one was hiring. Mm -hmm. And oddly enough, I ended up um, singing for a, quite a while on the oh. weekends just to make some money. I know. I sang at a bar. Not wow. karaoke. Like, legitimately sang with somebody else, which is how I met my husband. Long story. Maybe for a different time. Okay. Copy that. But, uh, <laughs> so, when I was, so when I was singing, I, I ran into a local small business owner. And uh, they were looking for somebody to help, like, basically build their business and in insurance. So I did a lot of cold calling. But it was a job. Mm -hmm. And I really liked working with them. I loved the small business aspect of it. I think small business drives our country. Yes. They're, you know, it just just so important. And I, I fell in love with that. And then what was so funny is I actually learned how to build a website for our business. Wow. So that I worked for. And then when I realized, I was like, I could actually do this for a living. Yeah. And make money. I ended up quitting wow. <laughs> and starting my own business building website, which is so funny because uh, my bosses at the time, they were like, we sh never should have given you that project. <laughs> but we, <laughs> we ended up parting on very good terms. I would good. come in and, and fill in when someone was on vacation or sick or something. Right. So it was a really, really cool experience. But working on your own and owning your own business is very terrifying. I was very lucky. And I still am very lucky to have my husband who was 100% supportive of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. He's so he's so great. It doesn't matter what I do. I'm like, I want to write a book today. He's like, go for it. You'll crush it. I'm like, I want to quit my job and start a business. He's like, go for it. You'll crush it. I'm like, I want to be a fantasy football analyst. He's like, go for it. You'll probably crush that too. <laughs> Sweet thing. Nice. So I'm very lucky to have that kind of support, which is wonderful. Nice. Well, shout out to the man in That's this nice. case. The, the hubby for coming through and just being a hundred percent supportive and I, I didn't want to talk too much on relationships but i will say this that is definitely important when you are in a relationship and you have that type of support to where like you said you can conquer 
anything you put your mind to and having that support is definitely awesome so oh, shout out real. to you and your husband those thank are, you uh, thank marriage you. You goals have, thanks you can have so many people telling you no and right. no you can't do it no that's not safe and a lot of people did my family was like i'm sorry you're gonna do what now wow. and they're like so you don't have like recurring income every week every two weeks that's ridiculous and just one person who believes in you is enough to change your entire life and for me i was lucky enough that that was my spouse um and then that turned into me just having the confidence actually just discovering the confidence that was already there but had been pushed down living in a society that always tells you that you can't do it you know you have to live by the status quo you have to do what people tell you to do if you draw outside the lines you're wrong right and that's not necessarily true so i, I was yeah like i said i was very lucky listen to me just gushing over here like a no like no a no yeah miss <laughs> lauren i'm actually again this, this i like to tell people like whenever i i have a guest on the on the platform i actually uh, when I go back and, and listen to it before I upload it to the world, I actually take notes and it's things that I write down. And within my four years, I've taken something from every guest that I've had to help me, you know, become a better person, oh, a better wonderful. host, and just More a better, you know, individual that. as a whole. So, no, I'm definitely, definitely excited to hear um, your story. Again, this is this is a platform for you to t do you, be you. So that's Love one it. of the reasons Thank why you. I wanted to have you on because, like I said, I've been um, – following you for a while now um before we've actually had this uh, opportunity to you know record and connect you know, i was trying to work on my fantasy football which i would get to later but just a little bit just work on my fantasy football tips and and certain things like questions i might have had and some people ask similar questions so that kind of helped me out so now that i do you know have the, the opportunity and the privilege to you know maybe ask a few questions for this current season which are coming in the next few minutes again i'm definitely definitely excited for you and you know you being on this platform yay thank you well i appreciate it you may come to regret the whole just keep talking Lauren you, no I, pro I promise you I won't. And if I know my <laughs> listeners and we've been doing this for over four <laughs> years Miss Lauren the all, all they tell me is Murph keep the content coming we love you guests and then uh, trust me I got a lot of fantasy football listeners so when this Perfect. time comes for that part of the show they definitely gonna have their pen and pad ready to, Ooh, to, I to hope take they're some ready. notes yeah buddy they they definitely they ready they ready but for the, for those listeners you gotta wait okay there's still a few more things that i have to ask miss lauren before we get to i like to say the best part of the show in my eyes but some people say murph this is the best part of the show so to each his own exactly. <laughs> now before we talk about being a writer where did you love sports did you play a sport yes i did actually so i am an avid sports player i played four sports uh five if you include horseback riding that okay. sounds very very bougie but um <laughs> I, it right. does um, I played soccer, basketball, volleyball, and, uh, geez, soccer, basketball, volleyball, softball, baseball. I, there are four of them. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I played about two sports a team. Soccer was really my, my, my best sport, if okay. you will. Right. And the one I played the longest. And, uh, I actually have a, a really cool story. So the women's Olympic team, um, I was actually on the, it's called ODP, it's Olympic Development Program, okay. and uh, my girlfriend at the time, her name is uh, Lori Kolepny, 
uh, we, I grew up in St. Louis, so St. Louis is a huge soccer city, but mm-hmm. she and I played for the Olympic development team and we played, gosh, I think it was one or two years ahead. So we were the youngest and by far the smallest. Well, uh, Lori Kolepny has two gold medals with the women's Olympic team. Nice. Yeah. So meanwhile, my family's like, Lauren, why didn't you do go to the Olympics? I'm like, I wanted to have a life outside of soccer. <laughs> so I did not pursue that in college. Gotcha. <laughs> but I do love sports. I also have two older brothers who likewise played in sports. We always watch sports. Um, when you're an athlete and you're just even if you're a competitive person, uh-huh. that's my reality TV. Don't give me Desperate Housewives. Don't give me like Survivor. Like, no, that's garbage. My reality <laughs> TV is watching. In fact, the hockey Stanley Cup playoffs are on. That's like my my love. My yes. passion is is sports. And I'm a St. Louis girl, so I'm a huge St. Louis Blues fan. Mm-hmm. Sucks we didn't get you know as far into the playoffs this year. Right. I would have hoped, but I can't be greedy. We won the we won the Stanley Cup last year. You so did. It is uh-huh. what it is. But yeah, so I do love sports. I love sports a lot. Um, I think it's incredibly important, not just for your own physical health, but your mental health as yes. well. It teaches you how to play well in a team. It teaches you how to lose. Yeah. It teaches you how to bounce back from things. Yes, it teaches ma'am. you how to physically come back from injuries. I have suffered many. Uh, dislocated hip, dislocated shoulder, broken ribs. I've broken mm-hmm. all my fingers and toes. I'm paying for it now at 36. Because I already have arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> and like literally I'll wake up and I'm like, Oh no, my hip hurts. Is there a hurricane coming? Sure enough, I look at the weather channel. Uh, <laughs> Tropical depression, so and so. I'm like, dang it, I knew it. I, I might as well be a meteorologist with all the broken bones yeah, I have in my body true. that'll tell me what's going on. But yeah, I do. I, I love sports. It's been a big part of my family playing them, watching them. My dad was coaching in many of them, and uh, they were very competitive. Very competitive. Awesome, awesome. And I definitely got to add, even like you said, being a former athlete and, and, and those uh, aches and pains when it's a certain temperature, just something in the air, you be like, oh, it's about to rain. Oh, the temperature about to drop. It's just something how real. your body tells you. It's a real <laughs> thing. And it's it's it sucks because, like I said, I'm from St. Louis originally. So we have blazing hot summers and then we have just the frigid tundra of mm-hmm. winter. Granted, I know it's not like Michigan and Minnesota cold. I get it. But I can't handle 60 gr- degrees and below. So that's cold to me imagine being in seven degrees i'm dead yes, like ma'am. that's why i moved i can't handle it but anytime it drops below a certain temperature 60 degrees and below i'm like nope nope i can hear my joints speaking <laughs> as i try to like move my fingers it's so bad plus i'm kind of a wimp when it comes to that too like i ugh. Ugh. it's no fun it's all right well similar to you I, that's why i moved uh to uh actually i went to college in texas i'm from indiana myself and so i'm from my the mom midwest. is from gary yep 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 nice. yep 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 so I'm from the midwest and similar to you i'm like you know what i don't want to as an athlete just i don't like the code I, I, no it's garbage <laughs> you should not be walking out of your home and be in pain Come because on. it's too cold like i'm sorry my nostrils are sticking together exactly. because my nose hairs are frozen we had one time in college it was so dreary and cold and i again it was at mizzou so it was in columbia missouri right and like the temperature was yeah go tigers man oh i'm sorry drew lock oh my, my ears <laughs> i can't but it was like dreary and cloudy and gross and it had been snowing and it had been in the high 20s low 30s you know whatever and uh we won one day out of like a month it was bright sunshine and i woke up and i looked outside i'm like oh my god maybe it's gonna be like 38 degrees I wore my lighter winter coat, 
got my lighter boots on, wore my, you know, kind of like chiffon scarf yes. instead of my wool one. I walk outside the house. <laughs> it's seven degrees. Seven. I'm like, how is it bright sunshine? Yeah. And it is seven flipping degrees. Yes, I ma'am. hate this. No. No, garbage. <laughs> Oh, so I I understand. I'm sure that one listener shaking their head like, man, I, they they in the same boat. They definitely in the same. Boat. <laughs> and again, I'm a wimp when it comes to cold weather. My blood is very thin. Florida is the perfect place for me. I, no, I would rather have just absurdly hot temperature than be freezing cold. I can't handle it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, Miss Lauren. Now that we got more information about you uh, and your love for sports and how it impacted your life, what made you decide to be a writer? How did that opportunity uh, open itself up? So I apparently I have been writing since I was able to hold a pen and chicken scratch things onto paper. Oh, um, yeah. I, it's actually I, oh, it's a funny story. My mom still has it. Actually, it's a couple pieces of paper stapled together and it's a book that I wrote I think I had to have been five years old okay and it was about a sewer rat his name was Steve mm-hmm. and uh, he was friends with a crocodile in the sewer and he ate largemouth bass I don't know why wow. largemouth bass I have no idea but I wrote that <laughs> and I, specifically as I was five he ate largemouth bass not smallmouth bass not goldfish that were flushed down the right toilet. no large. largemouth bass in the sewer very very odd but i've i love storytelling i love writing i always have so combining my love of writing with my love of sports was just kind of second nature and it fell into my lap especially in an industry that's competitive like fantasy football it just all works out so well perfect and i and i really like it and when what I, i really like about this industry the most i think is when push comes to shove it's really who's got the stronger opinion but not necessarily who's right because fantasy football is educated guessing. So yes, it's what ma'am. you can back up with your research. So you really have to know what you're talking about. Um, and not necessarily if you're going to hit every single person you think is going to be a stud this year or who you think is going to bomb this year. They could be totally wrong. But if you have the evidence and you have the research to show that you have done your homework on this, um, it, it becomes like like a game it is yeah. a game it becomes this just competitive thing where you're like ah yes, no. yes. It's, and it makes it so much fun because if it were easy everyone would do it and oh, if yeah. it were easy it wouldn't be fun anymore yes that's what that's why we like it yes ma'am yes ma'am and i am trying to write a book right now which i say which i have said i think since high school but um i did finish my book it's an urban fantasy novel okay. although i hate it so i'm going back and rewriting it oh <laughs> so i'll probably do that about 10 more times but yeah, I just love writing. Anytime I can write, I journal. I'm writing a book. Um, I any anytime I can put pen to paper or put my fingers on a keyboard and just go, I'll do it. Mm, okay, okay, okay. And you do also uh, have your website, which we will talk uh, about uh, later on on how people can reach you and find out dope information and great information on what's going on with you and in the fantasy world and things that you do so that'll be coming up shortly world so be patient so when it comes to sticking to writing fantasy pros roto world and like i said my personal favorite fantasy footballers did you just apply for like one at a time? Was it a word of mouth that said, "Hey, you can juggle"? Like, I, I, help help somebody like me break it down on how you being able to 
first off, t- thank you for taking time out your very, you know, very busy <laughs> schedule. Because I'm sitting here like, wait, these are these not just no, you know, small organizations. These are organizations that, like you said, are, are very popular, respected, and well known. So, thank you. I, yeah, it, it sounds sounds nuts, doesn't it? It's uh, just, and, yes. <laughs> and someone actually, yeah, his name is Kevin. I was just on a podcast with him, Kevin O'Brien. He's great. He's like, oh well. First, I was just thinking maybe you wrote one article for them a while ago and you just forgot to take it off your bio. No, I write weekly articles yes. for all three of these outlets. And I know that sounds like it's super duper overwhelming um, and it is a lot, but I love what I do. Mm-hmm. So, you you know, the old adage when, you know, you never work a day in your life if yes. you love what you do. Yes. So it's it's not it is hard. Let me just throw it out there. It is difficult to do, but I absolutely love it. But a lot of people have actually asked me that question, how to like really get into these industries. And uh, like you, I have been a follower of the fantasy footballers for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I listen to them in the off season because they do still have their podcast in the off season, which is usually filled with really fun things. Um, even though it may not be fantasy football related so much because maybe not much goes on in the off season. Right. And I remember I was driving to my mom's house and because uh, she ended up moving here in Florida, of course, because I can't just move without somebody having to follow me here. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay, mom. You don't have to follow me here, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So I was driving over to her house to go hang out with her for the afternoon and I was listening to their podcast and they had mentioned that uh, they were in the market for hiring a few new writers and they were only going to say it once. They're not even going to post a link about it. You had to remember what the URL was, go there directly and apply. Nice. And I had recently just kind of gotten my toes back into writing um, because actually, and this is going to sound super name droppy and I apologize, but because of Adam Rank from the NFL Network, yes, I ended up getting into a league with him and then he and I started just discussing and talking, getting to know one another and he learned of my background and he was like, you really need to go into writing about fantasy football. And it just happened a few weeks later, I had heard of this opportunity and I think I ran four red lights trying to get to my mom's house <laughs> it's like so I could apply as fast as humanly possible. And I had also developed a, a bit of a relationship with the fantasy footballers too, which they're really great about. So they're really good on social media yes. as much as they can be. They have a lot of followers, so it's impossible for them to get to everybody. everybody but right. yeah, I was lucky enough to be able to get some interactions with them. So they recognize my name. And I was also a member of their Patreon. So, you know, the extra podcast that they do yes. and things of that nature. So they recognized my name from there. And um, I was I ended up getting through the thousands of thousands of applicants that, you know, wanted to be a writer for them. And I was very lucky to get chosen for one. Luck has to do with it. Timing has to do with it. Talent has to do with it. Um, I, I'm not the best writer in the world. You always want to try to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was it was really cool to uh, to get that start of being like, okay, now I'm not just writing about fantasy football for free. Now I have a really good platform that I can grow in. Maybe this is something I can really continue to do. And with Fantasy Pros, it was kind of a it was kind of a funny thing. I really wanted to start using their like expert tools mm-hmm. that they have available on the website. Yes. So you have to be an expert and like do your consensus rankings and things. So I kind of applied for that so that I could use some of their stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they ended up getting back to me and they're like, "You just want to be a writer for us?" And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I ended up being a writer for them in the off season this year, which is also very exciting. And then. Out of nowhere, the uh, director of Roto World actually messaged me on Twitter 
and said, you know, he was interested in, you know, getting to know me a little bit better. And they had some opportunities available and he wanted to see if I would be a good fit. So had a couple interviews and here I am writing for Roto World now, which is very exciting. So it was it's almost like a snowball effect. And it really came from making sure that you're on the social medias, you're you're networking, you're getting to know people, yes. uh, confidence in yourself, and just go out and do it. If you've never written anything before, try it. Yeah. You know, you're going to get negative feedback. Right. Hopefully it's constructive criticism, right. and you just get better, and you just move forward from there. And eventually, once you your name gets out there enough, people will start noticing. And, uh, you know, you may get those opportunities as well. But it's been very lucky. It's been very, very lucky. Man, that's, that's nice. That's nice. So when... When you classify yourself as a writer, what type of writer? Sports writer, fantasy football writer? Like, what would you? Yeah, tell that's such people? a weird one, right? I don't know. Okay. So I don't know. I don't really know what to tell people. So <laughs> especially people who don't really follow fantasy football gotcha. because they're like, "What is that?" You know, right? right? So in in the world of fantasy football, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll tell them I'm a fantasy analyst gotcha. and writer because that makes way more sense, you know. Yes. Okay, but if if I'm telling someone outside of the fantasy community, yeah, I'm an analyst. They're like, what, do you look at numbers? I'm like, well, sort of. <laughs> There's a lot more to that. And so I so right. to someone outside of the fantasy football industry, I'm like, I write about sports from a fantasy perspective so that they get a little bit of better idea of what I'm talking about because it's very difficult to try to tell people what I do. So I'm a fantasy analyst writer. Fantasy writer analyst? I don't, I don't know. It's like Fantasy sports analyst and writer. Yeah, there you go. Fantasy sports. Probably specifically to football, though, because I could okay. get in hot water for that because I don't do any fantasy outside of football. Okay, fantasy football analyst uh, and writer. Fantasy football analyst and writer. That's what I am. Okay, it's, it's done now. I know what I'm going to say to people now. There we go. See, y'all. Look, you see, when me and Miss Lauren get Teamwork. together, we making stuff happen. So, Teamwork on the title. Work, Mark. I appreciate <laughs> it. So, now on the title of this episode, it would be fantasy football analyst. And writer, and Lauren writer. Carpenter. Who goes by the Indian name, talks too much. <laughs> off topic. No, you're good. It's you're so good. bad. I need that on my totem that I'm going to put outside of my house. Like, talks <laughs> off topic is probably, would have been my Indian name were I to be any sort of Indian, which I'm not, according to 23 and Me. <laughs> I look, though, I mean, I got the dark hair, the dark eyes, the high cheekbones, but no, I'm a Neanderthal, is what I've learned. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I got a congratulations email that said I'm mostly caveman. It's great. Wow. Seriously. It's I have the most boring background ever. I'm 97% Northwestern European, and I have more than 83... Gosh, was it? I have more, D, I have more DNA variants of Neanderthal than 83% of the millions of people that have submitted their DNA to 23andMe. Wow. So it's cool because my line started like 50,000 years ago. What's not cool is like that's why I'm so hairy is because I have like I'm a cave woman. I've learned to accept this. It's cool. But I was my, not my, expecting that, Ms. Laura. My ancestors did have less back hair. So does that mean I'm a significant part of evolution? Because if anyone maybe not doesn't remember from like high school, you know, geography or whatever we're talking history. Right. So we're all early hominids. Not all of us are Neanderthals. Neanderthals ended up dying out, and mm -hmm. they're dead. Yes. Obviously, that's what dying out means. Extinct. Blah. Right. Goodbye. But their DNA does still live through in some of us. So was, like, somewhat, like, early hominid chick, like, looking at my, you know, Neanderthal descent, you know, you know, whatever you call it, my 
ancestor. That's the word I'm looking there for. I'm like, oh, you have you're of average height and have less back hair. Like you're hot. Like so, does that make me part of a evolution? Because we're all not supposed to have back hair anymore. I don't know. It's very fascinating. But my line started fifty thousand years ago in Eastern Asia, and they've tracked it all the way across Asia to uh, obviously Northwestern Europe. Uh, duh, because that's 97% of what I am. But here's what's interesting. They left Europe and came to the United States, but they didn't settle in, like, New York or right. someplace posh. Right. They went to Kentucky. That's the next stop. Is yeah. Like, Northwestern Europe to Kentucky. Yeah. Like, was there gold <laughs> in Kentucky? Was there moonshine in Kentucky? Right. Why Kentucky? Why Kentucky? Of right. all states that we... Virginia, no. Massachusetts, no. Kentucky, yes. Okay, great. In the middle of I need to figure more about the... this. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand my my family. I mean, that's obvious, but the ones that are long gone, I don't understand them. <laughs> oh man, that's a world. We also got I told a history. You, you were signing up for some weird. No, no, no. Stuff. This is good. We got a, also a history lesson. On yeah. the, the 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 ancestry and the heritage. If I was gonna be like, I didn't need to know about Lauren oh, Neanderthal. <laughs> I, I welcome it. I welcome it. I welcome it. <laughs> One of the last things I have, which I really really enjoy. Again, I'm a competitor, and this is on your Twitter page, Uh-oh. and it is. I hope you are psychologically prepared to lose a fantasy football to a woman. Yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I've, I've played uh, fantasy football uh, with my wife and some of the other guys with their, you know, spouses and and, and, and at work leagues. You know, obviously, you know, some of my uh, women uh, counterparts and, and coworkers. And I've lost a few times, but I'm okay with it, though. I, you know, I'm okay with it. However, when people when they do know what you do. How do they approach you? Like, oh, she, how do they approach you? I'm just curious. This, that is such an interesting question. First of all, thank you for feeling that way. You are more fully evolved than most men still to this day. Well, thank so you. So I appreciate, I, I appreciate, appreciate that, that very, very much. So when it comes to, gosh, I want to say most of the leagues, not most, pretty much just two leagues that I'm in because most of the leagues I'm in are with other um, analysts or experts in the league so they all know what I do and they're all doing the same thing so it's really nothing special we're all just kind of in this same group together gotcha and it's it's pretty cool but in my my other leagues like I'm in a bar league and I'm in a home league and uh my bar league they kind of have an idea of what I do okay my home league they don't care <laughs> at all like except for my husband but they do care on game day because they're like lauren who do i start but other than that they're like whatever <laughs> but it's not necessarily as much of being a, a woman in that position as just being anyone in that position i think um but in the bar league is actually quite funny uh we have a new member uh recently and uh i just happened to be chatting with him and he didn't realize i was in the league because I'm, I'm the only girl in that league gotcha and uh it was so funny. We were outside just chit-chatting, and uh, he's like, oh, my gosh, you're Lauren. You're in the league, too. I was like, yeah. We just And he's like, oh, my God, wait a minute. You're that girl who writes for about fantasy football. You're like a ringer. I'm like, well, technically, I've been in this league longer than you, so I'm not a ringer. I'm, a, I'm an established member. So it, was, it was kind of funny, and he's really the only one that takes me seriously. Because uh, the other some of the other members in the group, they'll attempt a really dumb trade, and I'm like, do you – 
no, just yeah. get out of here with that. Stop it. And then yeah. they'll try to convince me of this terrific trade that they say they just sent me. I'm like, this is trash. I am going to just put this directly into my garbage bin and then you can reevaluate your life choices later. That's now, Miss Lauren, I got to add this. Now, if they're listening to this show, they say, hey, I had a valid reason. I had done my research and I had valid points on why I thought or think this trade should have went through or is valid. I, I'm just playing bad cop just for a little bit. That's okay. They're, they don't. Their reasoning is ridiculous. Because I'm I'm one of those people, I'm a very solid, like I appreciate and revere the sanctity of trades. Yes, ma'am. Because they're about trust. Right, right. Right. And what works for some people's teams may not work for others people's teams. It's That's all about correct. team needs. It's about roster construction. It's about what it is that you guys are going to do. And essentially, a trade should be a win-win. Depending on what you need it could be more of a win in this category i never like to be that person that sends junk trade nor do i try to sell that trade on the person if i don't think it's actually a good trade if i do think it's a good trade then i will try to do so but it is very funny and it's like especially when people come to me a day after a big injury they're like oh my god did you hear so and so on your team is hurt like no no i completely <laughs> missed it what happened please because i didn't just write an entire article about oh, it but continue it's I just it. things like that that just make me laugh because i don't but i don't think that they really know like they're not so into fantasy because they haven't heard of the fantasy footballers they haven't heard of fantasy pros so gotcha. they they don't really get exactly what it is that I do, which does work in my favor because they usually just think I'm some dumb chick that plays in their league. So meanwhile, <laughs> I'll just ride myself all the way to the championship like I did last year. There it is. There it is. A couple more questions regarding I sounded fantasy. super arrogant. Sorry about that. But no, I'm no, really no, 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 no. I, again, <laughs> I, 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 sal I salute that. I got there. <laughs> I salute that. Now, I will admit, though, if you say, hey, 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 Murph, I, I want you to be a part of this fantasy league, I will get nervous because I'm like, man, <laughs> if I do lose, Miss Lauren going to call me out, and then hopefully she in my conference, I can get Lisa opportunity to play her twice. But, uh. Oh, heck. No, if people, I mean, if and losing is something. I mean, like I said, this is fantasy football. It's yes. educated guessing, and there's a lot of luck that's involved. Yes, ma'am. My biggest thing is if someone sends me a garbage junk trade. Gotcha. Then I will make fun of you. I'll be yeah. like, no. Okay, no. You ain't got to worry about me doing that. But if, but if you lose, I'll be like, don't worry about it. It's just, it's just, because that's what I do. I lose all the time. <laughs> It happens. It happens. We are all victim of, of fantasy football. Dad. <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, on mock drafts? I like them. Um, I am in a league that is incredibly weird with the way that we score. Um, so it's really difficult to prepare for them. Okay. But I do like mock drafts because they help you avoid what we call the dreaded draft tilt. You know, like, oh, my God, that guy's gone. Who do I go for? Right. Um, it helps. It really helps to avoid that because then you end up making a really stupid pick and you're like, I could have waited three rounds for that guy. Why did I do that? Because I have been a victim of this as well. I have I'm guilty. I have done it. It's it's it feels terrible. Mm -hmm. and the other reason I like mock drafts is because you really get an idea of when like a general idea, I should yeah, say, right. of when players are going at what uh, round and where in that round they could be going. So it gives you a good idea on who you may be able to wait for, who you should probably start reaching for 
And it just gets you into the groove because there's nothing like draft day, right? Yeah. When it's right there, you're on the clock. It's like, oh my gosh, you've got all your notes, your preparation. And then when it's your turn, you're blanking and you're like, oh, I had like five names right here. Why can't I pick one? Oh my gosh. It really helps to kind of ease the nerves <laughs> and yes, get you man. into that, get you into that draft day vibe. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because I know um, I've heard 50 50. Oh, it's, it's a waste of time. If you have enough experience, you should kind of know, you know, what you're doing. And then, you know, again, hearing it from somebody like you, I'm like you. I like mock drafts because yeah. it kind of kept me. never hurts to try to get better. I Absolutely. Mean, get better, get better, get better. Because that way it's just super fluid. Because as much as you think you've prepared, you haven't. Right. If you think you if you think you've prepared by not preparing, right. you're not prepared. Right. <laughs> just, just so it doesn't matter how long you've been in it. It, the the NFL changes daily, even yes. in the off season. During the season, it doesn't yes. matter when things change all the time. Yes, indeed. And with the change, and this is the last thing that I have. Hashtag women in sports. With you being a woman in sports, right now it's a movement, in my opinion. Like letting you know women get their respect and, and, and just making sure we respect and recognize um, what you ladies bring to the sports uh, industry and the community. What are your thoughts on what you're seeing now when it's a lot of, um, it's just in my, in my opinion, I think it's a movement and, and just kind of, you know, get, what's your take on seeing what you've been seeing on uh, social media and in the sports world regarding uh, respecting uh, women in sports? I love it. I really think it's moving in such a positive mm -hmm. direction. And it's not just, for me, it's not just women in sports. I think it's also women in industry, if you yes. will, from, from small business to big business. Okay. But the one I can speak of the most is being in fantasy football, being in a, a, a primarily male-dominated industry. Yes, ma'am. Um, and it's, it's so hard when you see dumb people tweet of dumb crap yeah, you know it's yeah. like are you serious right. but what's really nice is to see the overwhelming backlash that that gets so you're like that eh. so you're the one that's weird everyone mm -hmm. else is actually quite cool and then you you just give yourself that solace knowing that you're surrounding yourself with positivity because no matter what there's going to be idiots there's right. going to be a-holes they exist you can't you know right. unfortunately we can't get rid of all of them yes ma'am you know story for another time <laughs> but, um they're, they're always going to be there but there is such a a wonderful uh just just layers upon layers like an onion of you know things that were starting to peel back and it's smelly like onions mm -hmm. you know but at the same time you can cook with onions too so let's take some goodness out of what we have made mistakes doing in the past right mm -hmm. so we can't change what's happened in the past let's move forward and just be better i mean this goes for many 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 different topics but the one that i can again speak of the most is being you know a, a woman in this industry and i've gotten nothing well not nothing i've gotten 99.9 percent .9 positive support encouragement good constructive criticism and if somebody does come at me i generally just kind of whatever um if it gets to that point where i'm like eh I'll just go ahead and let Twitter take care of them for me right, because right. that's what's so great about wonderful good friends, which is what I feel like I have developed on social media. Really, really good, solid friendships, nice. uh, which is pretty awesome. It's not a lot of industries you can really say that. I do have a tweet that I just put out um, about a certain person that had sent me a message about how I needed to start, quote, looking hot on my what? Fireside Friday. Yeah. 
um, and not like I just rolled out of bed, which by the way, I just had my hair up. I had full makeup on. Like, it's not like I, you know, had a black eye and was drooling and, you know, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. That means you probably got into a fight. Good for you. Stand up for yourself. But you know what I mean? It, right. He said, you need to start looking hot instead of like you just rolled out of bed. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then maybe show some cleavage because that makes me look good. I'm like, okay, I didn't realize that my boobs gave fantasy advice. Last I checked, that doesn't happen. And then on the flip side of that coin, it's like, okay, well, if you look too hot and you look like you're trying to show something that maybe is inappropriate, you get unsolicited genital pics and people asking you where you live. Like wow. that's happened to me. It happens to me. Um, I want to say a couple times a month, at least not once a week. And it's that's the kind of stuff that women have to deal with. You know, when you're live on video like that, it's 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 hard. So you have to be very careful. You have to make sure people don't know where you live, that you, they don't have your address out right. on places because there are some freaky people out right, there. Right. But for this uh, for this person who shall go unnamed, nobody knows them. It's a, it's a you know, friendish, which is weird because he actually thought he was giving me really good advice. It's just funny because my first reaction is just straight up middle finger. Right. But that's just because I am who I am and I, I have people like my husband and, and my family and friends that always bring me up. So that thing, that doesn't bother me. But if I were someone who may be less confident or really looking for some confidence or uh, affirmation, something like that would be incredibly hurtful. Mm -hmm. And then they would try to go over the top and maybe wear lower cut shirts or you know, do whatever it is that they thought they needed to do, but then just get backlash in the other direction. You know, she's only here because she's hot. She doesn't know what she's talking about, blah, blah, blah. It's yeah. a very, very fine line to walk, and that still exists. Um, I'd love to say I wish it didn't, uh, but it obviously does. And uh, that's just something that I think will come with time. I think as each generation gets older, you know, we're learning different ways to respect one another, mm -hmm. regardless of color, gender, um, sexual orientation, all of these things. I think that's just going to come with time. But as long as we're taking the correct steps forward, it's really nice to see. Like there was a wonderful article that Alex Flanagan put out, which is actually why I ended up tweeting about this incident. And uh, people are really becoming super offended um, for women, which is very nice to see. It's kind of like, yeah, that does suck. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much that sucks. And it does suck you know what, I'm not putting on makeup today, and so what? <laughs> I am happily married. <laughs> you know, things like that. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, thank you for uh, staying strong and having the confidence in, in yourself and your abilities not to let, you know, those type of people stop you from providing us with, you know, great information and great I insight on... It. You know, I mean, it may be borderline bitchy, but, you know, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it's worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Miss Lauren, I, I, I truly do appreciate you. And I thank you. Um, if you could just let the world know how they can find you. I know that one listener like Murph. Yes, I need her social media handles. I need that website because I need this. This is earlier in the football, fan, fantasy football season. So, yeah, don't be surprised you get a few uh, few more followers and more traffic on your that. website. <laughs> Absolutely. I would love that. Love that. Come come say hi. I love talking about fantasy football. I love talking about sports. So please don't hesitate to come and ask me questions. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, although full disclosure, terrible at Instagram. Decent at Facebook. I am the best on Twitter. Okay. That is the best place to get me is on Twitter. I'm far more responsive to it. 
for some reason the facebook page on my phone like on phones is way worse than it used to be uh-huh. so it doesn't load correctly and i tend to miss stuff so hit me up on twitter if you can um and instagram i just i do words i don't do pictures i feel like a 75 year old woman when it comes to instagram <laughs> i don't know what i'm doing but i'm trying very hard i'm learning from the best hopefully i'll be able to up my game in that arena but find me uh stepmom lauren so my name is l-a-u-r-e-n stepmom lauren all one word um again i have a website too it's stepmomlauren.com i'm very consistent it's just stepmom lauren um google that if you're around um your significant other on a work computer or by children that is another stepmom lauren not me do not get confused with the them just go. go straight to stepmomlauren.com that is where you get fantasy football stepmom lauren and um i do starts and sits guys every friday afternoon sometimes evening just depending um i go live on Streamyard, so that's going to be on youtube also stepmom lauren again very consistent um, and that answers let's YouTube, Facebook, and you and uh, Twitter, Periscope. So yeah, and I answer your starts and sets, and uh, I'll do that throughout the week too. And I publish four articles a week uh, for Roto World, Fantasy Pros, and the Fantasy Footballers, and all of those go onto my website, including podcasts I've been on as well as my videos. Nice, nice, nice. Fantasy appropriate football videos, not other. <laughs> so I've gotten many requests for those too. I'm like, I don't know who you think I am. Different oh. stepmom Lauren. Go find the other one. <laughs> it's bad. Fantasy football for that one listener. Fantasy yeah. football. No more, no less. Fantasy football, okay? Stepmom Lauren, come find me. At me. I'm, I'm more than happy to answer your questions. Well, you'll definitely, definitely hear from me real soon. Um, I know uh, Kirk. The wide receiver from the Cardinals just got released in the fantasy football league I was in. Oh, yeah. So I mean, should I pick him up? Even though they got Fitzgerald and of course D Hop from where I live at now in Houston. So those, you know, is it enough balls to go That's around? That's a tough for- one. That's a tough one. So far, they haven't done a great job of keeping DeAndre Hopkins bottled up, so he's been really usurping those targets. I think it's just a matter of time before Christian Kirk um, has a little bit more fantasy relevance. And don't forget, he has a really good relationship with Kyler Murray from college. Yes. So it kind of surprises me he hasn't done a little bit better than he has, but I think he's going to be a later year breakout, um, especially as we get over the first four weeks of preseason gotcha. yes i know these aren't actually preseason right right, right, preseason right, games, right but you right. know what i mean <laughs> i think things need to level out a little bit so right. i think after week four we're going to be seeing very different offenses than what we're seeing right now um also if you guys need a tight end pick up drew sample uh cj uzama's out uh joe burrow's throwing the ball like three thousand times i'm kidding it's 50 plus but that's still a lot yes. and he peppered drew sample with targets and i see that continuing so he's he's a tight end if you guys are in, in dire straits right now too so uh mike davis if he's on the wire probably not anymore Jarek mccannon go for him love him really good names out there that's good that's good well i'm gonna uh, make this move and pick up kirk right now as we speak thank you very much i got somebody i can release i will not disclose that name because they might be listening <laughs> yes, but- <laughs> well miss lauren thank you Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Murph. Thank you so much for having me on. This has been an absolute joy. I really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I I definitely uh, would like to have you on after the the season's over with so we can see how well you've done. And and I'll make sure I'll follow you on Instagram. I'll make sure I post my weekly recaps 
uh, on Instagram. That way you can kind of see what I've been doing and kind of. I do. I need to study. It's no joke. Like I, <laughs> I do. I do. And can we can we skip all the ones that I miss and only talk about the ones that I got? I'm kidding. Yeah, no, that's fine. It's, it's whatever, and that's why I want because my listeners they they hear me talk on my you know uh, normal show if I don't have a guest and me and my co-host. And I'll just kind of, you know, let them in on like moves, like I'm, I'm gonna pick up Kirk and just things that mm-hmm. I've been doing. And so, Murph, you lost three in the world. What's up? Well, Murph, you winning. So that way, like you said, I can't make this up. Follow the journey with me on Instagram, uh, personal Why Not Sports pages, Why Not Sports underscore. You can also find me personally at Isd Murph. Uh, you can find the show, the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there's not a platform. Please let me know. That way I can make sure I uh, uh, send that friendly email to us, uh, see what we can do to be added. Well, Miss Lauren's out. I got to make sure this uh, transaction went through with Kirk. But, world, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. Continue to be safe. Until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep on grinding.